This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's uh, move to this story now, which I think uh, will get a few tongues wagging, no doubt. Anyhow, lawyers for human rights uh, will represent various organizations tomorrow in a legal challenge in which a couple are asking the court to have the current definition of maternity leave expanded to pave the way for both uh, parents to be entitled to the same leave. Uh, the Apulukwani couple, Verna and Ike van Weyck, um, turning to the Houting High Court in Johannesburg um, with the support of the Sonke Gender Justice Organization. The couple will ask that both parents be allowed to take four months maternity leave, and that is not that is not only hap- uh, uh, that it not only applies to women. Lawyers for Human Rights will, as a friend of a court, to be representing the Center for Human Rights at the University of Pretoria, Solidarity Center of South Africa, and international lawyers assisting workers in network as well as the lay and labor research services. Let's um, um, find out more then. Uh, my guest uh, on the line is Kiang Leung, who is the Strategic Litigation and Gender Equality Program Head at Lawyers for Human Rights. Good morning to you, and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, uh, Kian Lu. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Thank you so much. All right. Let's uh, um, start here, I suppose. A good starting point is that why is it um, that um, you know couples feel? I mean, it may seem like an obvious question, but uh, mm-hmm. there clearly is a reason why, up to now, the law has differentiated or has not recognised um, the rights of men to participate in the, you know, or at least to benefit as well from maternity uh, leave. Well, it wouldn't be maternity if it's. Well, I think it's we called it paternity for men. Why have there been this distinction where it is in fact applicable? That's a great question. So I think what we need to look at is the present challenge in this case is at its core an archaic and rigid gender role interpretation that is forced upon family units. And that, of course, has critical impacts for the inclusion of women in the workforce. And it touches on the stubborn gender wage gap and the entrenchment of gender stereotypes in our society. Right. And now... Why, though, as I suppose some will be arguing, I mean, I, and I suspect there will be women as well that would argue that why do men need more uh, more time? Why do they need more uh, leave? And firstly, they don't uh, participate. They don't need the recovery time from a physical point of view. What would they do while they're on, on paternity leave? So I think that the distinction and the nuances in arguments, um, so the case starts this morning and it's over three days before the deputy judge president, Sutherland, and there are multiple parties uh, coming in with with different arguments. But there is a distinction between um, maternity leave and what we argue for parental leave, which should be universal to all parents. And so it's important that when we analyze parental leave through an intersectional lens, we see that structurally there are unequal parental leave frameworks that impact on mothers and also fathers in a multiplicity of ways and complex ways that impact on on race, class, religion, and culture. So in South Africa, 
this unequal care of burden is enforced, at least partly through gendered leave provisions, such as the ones, uh, Section 25 and 26 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. And then it obviates personal choice because it cannot be seen as an important driver of occupational segregation, uh, women's predominance and, and part-time work and informal economy work, which sustains socioeconomic disadvantage. So the challenge in this case also requires a broad understanding of what family is and ultimately what the best interest of the child is. So as, as uh, Lawyers for Human Rights and representing the Amici Curie, mm. we will demonstrate that uh, there's a lot of comparative jurisdiction and international law that increasingly addresses gender-neutral parental leave reform and that it contributes to a more transformative and substantive gender equality because it also encourages the role of the father to, to participate mm more actively in the role of, of care work in, in the role of the family. And having addressed the issues of the interests of the child, I think um, we do believe that it, we must progress the notion of what family entails towards a modern standard and, and in line with our progressive constitution, which should be shaping these policies such as the Basic Condition of Employment Act. It must be noted one of the, the respondents, the Commission for Gender Equality, is also arguing that Section 24 of the Unemployment Insurance Fund should be declared unconstitutional and should actually provide for every parent as defined under the Children's Act, which includes biological fathers, commissioning parents in, in a surrogate motherhood agreement, adoptive parents, and also spouses whose partners give birth to a child through artificial uh, fertilization through one of the spouses' families. So this would be other than the biological mother, and they should also be entitled to benefits under this section. Mm. I do wonder, um, I suppose, you know, when it comes to maternity leave, there's no need to even ask questions i mean about i think the arguments really there have all been about um how long it should be you know mm -hmm. i'm just wondering though how because I, 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 I do get the sense that it's also a cultural thing that uh, um depending on various cultures people men don't necessarily get involved um in the child rearing or in the caregiving of children to the extent especially um when in terms of the support that's required um, you know, when, when, when just after birth, you know, they're not necessarily going to get involved in changing of nappies and so on. Does that now not become a kind of argument against um, extending this leave to all fathers, even those who would like probably just use it as a, you know, time off? And uh, especially where the fathers who are not um, married to the mothers of their children, how would that work? Um, that's a great question. So I think some of the expert uh, research that was put forward by the third applicant, Sonke Gender Justice, um, actually put forward some research around the role or the state of, of fathers um, in South Africa. And interestingly enough, that their research counters this argument. So I think one of the respondents has put forward to say exactly what you're saying, like won't, won't people abuse the leave, mm. they're not really going to get involved. And Sonke Gender Justice's research has countered this um, specifically to say actually fathers in, in their study who participated in this research said that if they were afforded this leave, they would be more proactive in, in this care work and, and um, direct uh, 
parental care. So it, it, it actually demonstrates that if the system and the frame, legal frameworks actually afforded more opportunity for role and encouraged more fathers to, to participate, we would actually see, um, in, well, directly more benefit for the child in terms of more active parents both. Mm. Um, but as the role of the father, they would actually be more uh, proactive in, in taking role and being more present if they were given this leave. Mm, mm. Okay, um, and then the, you know, if it's going to be four, I guess four months, is it just uh, was it always just about a function of making it equal and getting parity with the leave that is afforded to, to mothers? Um, so there is a distinction. What what they're asking for is in the relief they're asking for. There is a parental leave, and they are distinguishing that from maternity leave insofar as there is there is rest for for the mother a biological mother that is given birth but then the parental leave would be anyone who decides to be the primary caregiver mm. so mm. that that extends it so it's not only the interpretation of the mother in that regard mm. and then of course they want to include um within Within that context, people that have okay. uh, same-sex couples that have adopted children uh, over the age of two, and of course, uh, as couples that have actually adopted children as well. So, at the moment, in in terms of the provision, that is only ten weeks of leave, and and the argument is that there is benefit to have the four months leave in those regards. So, mm. it is not to say that everyone gets. Um, Every okay. individual couple gets uh, four months on top of that, but okay. it's just to say that the the ground is more equal for parents to decide gotcha. who should be the pri- primary caregiver and be able to have these conversations. Thank you so much uh, to Kayan Leung, a Strategic Litigation and Gender Equality Program Head at Lawyers for Human Rights. I, th- I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. All right, and I want to hear your views on that one. Do you think that that should be, yeah, parental leave should be apply, applicable or uh, that uh, it should also include men? Let me know. 0861-987-000. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.